Greetings and welcome to this session of Grace Podcast. I'm Timothy Muse. I will be your host as we spend this time together today. This podcast is the digital arm of Grace Life Coaching, and I appreciate the opportunity to be part of your time today, whatever that is. I mean, whatever whatever part of the time looks like, whether you're doing something else right now, whether you're out there working out or working in the yard, it's beautiful out there right now, at least in this part of the country, or if you're on the treadmill or you're driving or whatever, thanks for including me in this time. Thanks for including this podcast in your in your circle of podcasts, in your circle of learning, I hope and and really want this podcast to be beneficial to you, uh, which is why I offer it to you. And if you are connecting with this through one of the social media aspects, through Spotify or um, I'm sorry, through um, Instagram or Facebook or anything of that nature, please share it out there. Please share it out there on your platforms. If you connected through one of the social media platforms, please share it out there. It is by your sharing that we're able to get this information out into the world. It's how we're able to get what we want to see out to the people who need to and, and we want them to see it. So please share it out there as best as you can. Uh, tag me in it. I'd love to see where you're at. I'd love to see where you're coming from. Uh, and if you're listening to it on one of the platforms, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, please follow us. And give us a rating and review because the more ratings and reviews we get, the more positive interaction we get, the more that those platforms show this podcast to someone else who's looking for it. If someone's out there looking for some kind of help or betterment or uh, something of that nature, life coaching, then then the platforms are like, hey, you know, people are listening to this. So let's get it out there. So please share it out there. Uh, follow us. Give us a rating and review. Uh, word of mouth is great, <laughs> obviously, uh, if this is helping and uh, you want someone else to be able to interact with it, then wonderful. Wonderful. Uh, if you want to reach out to me directly, gracelifecoaching.com is the website, uh, gracelifecoaching.com. You can communicate with me, uh, you can text or DM me or email me, what have you. Uh, so that that's the best way to get a hold of me, actually. And if you want to do some coaching, you want to have some conversation, then I'd encourage you to reach out to me. I really would. It'd be great to uh, great to hear from you. Great to listen to where you're coming from. And if there's any way that I can help out or any way I can be a, a part of the journey, then I certainly would love to do that. So last episode, we got into procrastination. And really, quite frankly, uh, we could do a number of episodes on each one of the topics that I like to touch on. I'm really not one to have like part one, part two, part three. And, and really, when I started getting into the weeds with the idea of procrastination and even just kind of touching on it. I mean, remember, this isn't a clinical website. This isn't a web a, a clinical podcast. This isn't a podcast that um, is really going to help. Uh, for those who really struggle with with issues, this is this is for for those who struggle, but not to the intensity that some of our brothers and sisters do. So when I started getting into the weeds on podcasts, when I started really looking into it on procrastination. Boy, I'm just all over the the, the verbal map here today, aren't I? When I started getting into the weeds on procrastination, uh, I saw that that there's a lot to it. That there's a lot more to it. And so last time, you know, if you listened to the last session, then great, you're kind of caught up. If you haven't, then I'd certainly recommend going back and checking it out, uh, so that you can again and you can stand alone. You don't have to leave here to go back and listen to that one first, uh, because uh, any crossover I'm going to touch on real real briefly. Uh, but there's a lot to procrastination. Procrastination is far deeper than than just kind of a, a college or a, um, a tired thing. So so we're going to touch on it. So so procrastination, I, I want to go back to the definition that we used uh, last time. This comes from dictionary.com. Uh, the action of delaying or postponing something. That's procrastination. 
Okay, the action of, of delaying or postponing something. So intentionally delaying something that needs to be done or postponing something that needs to be done. Uh, that's that's procrastination and that's the definition that we're really working on uh, and we don't you know we don't want to look at uh, like laziness or anything of that nature as being the same because it's not laziness is a whole different kind of energy and maybe we'll talk about that another time but I don't, I don't want to go down that road uh, I, I think there are far more people who procrastinate and and they're good people they work hard um, and they just procrastinate they, they wait until the last minute or what have you and that's what we're going to talk about today we're going to talk about the four main archetypes of procrastination. And, and I didn't realize, again, until doing some of this research, that there's an archetype for procrastinators. Uh, but there's four main archetypes uh, that are raised up, uh, and they're raised up by by Ali Schiller and Marissa uh, Boisvert. Uh, sorry, Marissa, if, uh, if I messed up your last name. But they're co-owners of Accountability Works, which is a... Um, a professional coaching service uh, that deals with goals and and um, and and performance and so so they they wrote uh, an article for Business Insider back in October of 19 back in October of 19 the article was posted uh, October 30th uh, of 2019 and they talked about uh, what they call the four archetypes of procrastination the four different types of procrastinators uh and, and you know and, and when we try to look whenever we try to to kind of categorize something there's always going to be those who aren't going to be within the category um and that's the thing about categories we are all individuals all by ourselves all eight billion of us or almost eight billion of us so so really quite frankly we are not categorizable we're not pigeon you know we can't be pigeonholed because we each are individual however uh, behaviors and patterns can fall into archetypal circumstances and that's what this is this is an archetype this is not to say that there's only four uh, archetypes and there's only four patterns there's probably hundreds of patterns but they raise up these four and they're, and they're really four kind of primary patterns and you can see a, if you really think about them you can see a lot of subgroups or sub patterns that fall into them but i want to touch on these four archetypes because i think they're really good i think they're really uh really powerful for again you know here at grace life coaching we want you to be the best you and and being the best you means confronting some of those things that uh that we struggle with some of those things that hold us back from being the best us, from bringing the best self. Again, as I always say, you know, being the best you doesn't mean that where you are isn't good. It's probably very good, uh, but it can be better. We can all be better. As long as we're alive, as long as we draw breath, we can be better. So for you to be the best you, for you to be the best that you can possibly be, you confront and you deal with some of these things. And that's what we're going to talk about. And procrastination is one of them. We all procrastinate at some point in time. We all find ourselves going down that road of delaying or postponing something that we know that we should be doing, but we're not doing all right, so let's dig into this a little bit. Let's take a look at these. Again, this is from Accountability Works. Uh, the co-founders of Accountability Works are Ali Schiller and Marissa Boisvert. Uh, this is a a, um, a article that was written for Business Insider, uh, and it was published on October 30th of 2019. Uh, so just so just so we have some some clarity, this is not me, but I really think that there's some really good stuff out there. And maybe sometimes my role as a podcaster is just finding that good stuff and presenting it to you uh, so that you have something to dig into and something to talk about. So four types for the, the four archetypes of a procrastinator. The first one that they list is the performer who works well under pressure. Now, I know I've said this. I know I've delayed till 11th hour on multiple things. 
uh, in my life, and I've come to the belief that I work better under pressure. I work better under the 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 pressure of a looming deadline, a mounting deadline. It's that stress that drives me to do the work, which in all actuality is not the case because we don't work well under pressure. We work fast under pressure, uh, but that doesn't always mean that we work well. I don't work well. I don't do good work under pressure. Let's put it that way. I'm, I'm perfectly capable of functioning well under pressure, but I don't do good work under pressure. Pressure is not what drives me to do good work. As a matter of fact, lack of pressure is what drives me to do good work. So for the first archetype, that whole I work well under pressure, that performer who waits till the 11th hour, really the, the big issue is getting started. You know, because once you get started, then it all seems to fall into place. That's usually how a project works. And usually the, the biggest task is to get started. And the performers, like I work well under pressure, they're letting the pressure of, of the impending deadline really be their impetus to get started. So to overcome that is to be a self-starter, to get started, to to set a start date and focus on the on, on when that task is going to begin. Because really what you do when you're working under pressure, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes here, uh, when you're working under pressure is that you're allowing another to set the start time for you. You're allowing your 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 um, your pressure, your stress. You're allowing the looming deadline to start to set your start time for you. So rather than doing that, set your own start time. Say this is when I'm going to begin. Getting started is the hardest part for those who uh, need to flip the switch, need to to flip things around and set a start date. So that's the first thing that they talk about is the performer, the archetype of the performer. I work well under pressure. Well, I would probably say that you might be productive under pressure, but we work better when we have peace and balance, particularly when we're being creative. So the second archetype they talk about is the self-deceptor who says, I'm just so lazy right now. Okay. And there is that moment where we have procrastination and laziness coming into, uh, into the same sphere, the same dialogical statement. And it's not um, it's it's not procrastination and laziness is not the same thing. Uh, so so when when we procrastinate using laziness, then we're saying that you know it, it's 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 too hard right now. Uh, it's it's too much right now. Um, inaction is blamed on laziness or stubbornness uh, rather than just admitting it. You know you're tired. I mean I, I think. You know, there's a whole big difference between procrastinating something and just being dog tired, just being dog tired, uh, saying, you know what, I've, I've had enough. I've, I've reached my limit. I, I can't give any more right now. And those are perfectly legitimate excuses and perfectly legitimate statements. You know, that's not procrastination. That's just an acknowledgement of where you are. I'm tired. I'm tired today. I know that I need to get this done, but I'm tired. I'm exhausted. I'm mentally, physically, emotionally exhausted. So rather than just like owning it and saying, you know what? I, I need a break. I'm tired. I need to step aside. There's that, well, I'm just feeling so lazy today. Well, it may seem like laziness, but actually it's just exhaustion. So how do you overcome this? Well, one of the primary ways to overcome this, uh, and this is really more of a, I mean, it can be seen more of as a lifestyle change than just a momentary thing, is taking a break. 
you know, acknowledging that you're tired, acknowledging that your energy is tapped out, acknowledging that you've reached the end of the day or or reached the end of the project or reached the end of what you got. So so being intentional about recharging. You know, and and the 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 two who present this, they talk about this kind of being more um, of a male issue than a female issue. Uh, I think that, that, that I could see that in some ways, but I don't want to throw down any kind of more or less uh, gender because I, I think we see that um, that we the the, the 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 lines are becoming far more blurred, which is okay. I don't see any issue with that at all. Uh, but this is the the you know I I'm gonna I'm gonna be lazy today. Well, no, actually, it's just you're exhausted, um, and we can't be creative and we can't push when we're exhausted. So, but rather than just saying, hey, I, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I need to check out, which then the answer is, well, if you're exhausted and you need to check out, but I need this to be done or we need to get this done, then we need to start looking at other things. What are you exhausting yourself with that you're not able to do the primary, the core stuff that you need to procrastinate on this? So recharge. Be, you know, you want to overcome this, then recharge. There's your solution. Make sure that you recharge. Make sure that you spend the appropriate and necessary amount of time recharging. And I think that's so vital for all of us is making sure that we have recharge time in our lives, built into our lives, so that we don't get exhausted. Because when we don't get exhausted, then we don't have to procrastinate. It's a cycle. It's a cycle that feeds into itself. It's a cycle that, that works itself one way to the other. So so the second one is the self-deceptor. I'm, you know, I'm so lazy right now. I just feel so, no, you're exhausted. And you need to take a break. Okay, the third one that they talk about is the overbooker. The one who says, I'm so busy. Um, and th this is, you know, f filling up your calendar uh, to overwhelming, actually. And then that overwhelming becomes an excuse that I, I, I can't do this. I'm going to procrastinate doing what I need to do because I'm so busy. And rather than facing a challenge head on or admitting, admitting that, that, that they don't want to do it. I, I don't want to do this. Uh, it's easier to place the, the blame on something else. You know what? I'm so busy. I can't do this right now. I can't. I, I need to do this later. I'm so busy at what I'm doing, blah, blah, blah. So, but we don't want to do that. We don't want to make that about ourselves. And we don't want to work that way. So to overbook, say, I, I'm so busy. I just can't. I can't do this. Well, we need to be able to. We need to be able to do it. So, so one of the things that, um, you know, one of the things in dealing with that, the biggest challenge is this, this, this chaos that that we face. Everything that's going on, all of this right now, and and it's and it's really a lot of it's non-essential tasks that overcome the calendar moment. So to overcome this, to deal with this, is is really to you know kind of like face the chaos, face what's going on, and and really start to, um, you know, organize. And and uh, you know and 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 get back into yourself. You know, kind of like you were tired in the second one. Well, the third one is is what am I avoiding by allowing my my skip my my room my my calendar become so full that I'm overwhelmed. You know, so a little bit of introspection, a little bit of controlling that chaos, and and really, I mean, maybe you need some organizing. Maybe you need to start prioritizing what's what. But all of those things, all of those things help to get out of this I'm so busy routine. So the overbooker is the third one. The last one is what they call the novelty seeker who says, I just had the best idea or I had a great idea. 
this is someone who bounces from idea to idea you know without without really coming to a conclusion they call it a case of the shiny object syndrome you know they're constantly coming up with new projects to take on and then getting bored and then moving on to something else and finding the shiny object without really bringing anything to fruition without really bringing anything to completion so you know they're they're making decisions and taking action but they're not they're, they're not coming to conclusion with anything, burning out and, and losing a lot of time in these new directions and new ideas. So the novelty, I just had the best idea, you know, kind of chasing after the next dream. And, and, and really the biggest challenge is completing things. You know, and when we don't complete things, so if one thing's laying out there that's not completed, you know, and then another thing that's out there that's not completed, then you have a fourth thing that's out there that's not complete. You have all of these projects that are not completed. It becomes overwhelming. It becomes overwhelming. It becomes, it becomes a, a, a just too much to bear. So, you know, there's there needs to be ways of completing the present while also having new ideas. I mean, maybe that's where a journal comes in, or an idea journal, or post-it notes. When I mean, you see people with post-it notes all over the place with ideas on them, you know, because it's like, look, I have this great idea, and if I don't pursue it right now, I'm going to forget it. Well, if you don't pursue it right now and you forget, it, it's probably not as great an idea as you thought. So, write the idea down, stick it on the wall, and get back to work. So, you know, this, this idea, this archetype of, I just had the best idea, or I just had a new idea, or look at that shiny thing, or look at that, that shiny thing, you know, it's kind of like, you know, walking down the street with a dog and squirrel, 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 all these ideas, all these wonderful things pop out there. And I love that. I mean, there's a lot of times where I can find myself having, you know, all these different ideas and they're great. But then you, you, if I run them, it's like, are they feasible? Are they compatible? Are they sustainable? Most of the time, no, they're not, which is why they're just ideas. But when you use that to procrastinate, I almost sit around all day and think things up so I don't get, I don't have to work. And then when my boss asked me, you know, what were you doing? I was dreaming all day. I was visioning all day. I was just thinking stuff up because I didn't want to do the work that I wanted to do. So the, the way to overcome that is, you know, just if you have a great idea, write it down, then get back to work. Write it down, get back to work. You know, carry a journal with you, carry a... Uh, some kind of diary with you if you want or if you if you need to you can you know we all have smartphones these days and smartphones usually have some kind of note-taking app or some kind of you know speech function that we can speak ideas into and then go about what we need to be doing uh, and then go back to it later to see if you know if, if that can you know if that's viable or if it's not viable but you can't just like keep jumping from idea to idea because you're never going to get anywhere and you're never going to get anything done all right so that those are the four archetypes of uh procrastination as brought forward by by these two uh people from uh, the co-owners of accountability works which is uh, ali uh, schiller and marissa boisvert so uh, again, I want to give them a shout out. This is not my stuff. Um, I just found this and I thought it was really good and I wanted to share it with you uh, so that you could, you know, kind of think about it. The article that they wrote was for uh, Business Insider today, businessinsider.com, and it came out in uh, in October of 2019. So that's, uh, that's, you know, that's what they got. That's what they offered. Uh, and they do have a, a website, accountabilityworks.com is their website if you want to check out more of their stuff. Again, I'm not sponsored by them. I don't make anything 
uh, from them. Uh, they don't even know me. And again, and that's okay. I'm good with that. But they got some really good stuff out there. And I just wanted to, um, you know, kind of lay it out there and, and, and give, give a little bit of uh, give a little bit of love to them and the work that they do and, and thank them for, you know, for what they got. So, so that's what I got for you today. I hope this is helpful. I really do. Um, procrastination can be something that it can be a small thing. It can be a big thing. It can be something that really affects us or not really affects us. So if it doesn't really affect you, then good for you. If it's something that you struggle with, maybe hopefully this will, uh, this will help. And if it's something that, you know, somebody else struggles with, then send it out to them, share it with them, DM them, email them, whatever you can do. If I can help out in any way, if you want to do some coaching, reach out to me at the website, gracelifecoaching.com. Remember here at Grace Life Coaching, we want you to be the best you. Talk to you next time.